Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead and AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And this week we just got done watching episode 407 entitled uh, Dead Weight. And I don't know what to say about this thing, man. I We're still on the governor, which of course I think we both knew we would be. Uh, I am more than a little displeased with that fact. Uh, and even though I was kind of... I really, really hated it last time. I think they, you know, they tricked me into getting used to that idea this time. So this one was a little bit better, but it was it was still complete bullshit, right? I will take it one step further. It is total horseshit, and it I am mad retroactively that I was willing to give this episode a chance after last week, thinking that okay, surely they're not going to just piss away an hour of television. No, they're actually pissed away too. Because everything we learned about the governor was pointless by the end. Yeah, it, like, it was rehash, right? And and, and uh, admittedly, I think next week we're going to be in for a very cool, awesome episode. But that doesn't erase the fact that they've largely wasted our time these last two weeks. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you there. I... A, didn't care that much about the governor going into these, and B, we're not seeing anything new about the governor, right? This is all stuff that I I know personally I assumed is kind of how it went when he took over Woodbury, right? I mean, I mean do you – okay, so yeah, I feel like we might have gotten glimpses into how he made Martinez uh, – Martinez is uh, his lieutenant and how he, he made gained everyone's – smoke a cigarette and – yeah, it got him addicted to nicotine, and we know what a gateway drug that is, and it got him drinking beers. And I mean, I just, I just don't care. And David Morrissey is not compelling enough, and the governor is not a cleverly enough written villain for me to want to spend two episodes on him, especially when what we left at the prison was really good. Like, I'm so fucking glad we exiled Carol and then went back to the uh, prison and cut away when we were about to get to the interesting stuff, to Daryl's reaction and Tyrese's reaction, to spend two episodes establishing the, the governor as the villain. And I tell you another thing, next week might very well be badass, mm -hmm. but it is the finale we should have had last year. Absolutely, and that's the biggest problem with it is – where none of this needed to happen because we already understood exactly these things about the governor, right? I mean, I can I can see, yeah, Gimple's thinking, okay, well, to pull this off, I need him to have a group of dudes. How is he going to get a uh, group of dudes? And do I need to show? But I I don't think he did. I honestly think if he had just showed up outside the prison with that tank and been like. Bring me the head of Michonne or whatever, we'd have been like, yeah, that sounds like the governor. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I so the, I guess the thing that really annoys me about it is that you're you're right. They need to get a group of dudes. I, I mean, he can't take the prison by himself, even with the tank, I don't think. No, um, the, the Rick's crew is too good. Yeah, so he needs a group of dudes. Well, guess what? He fucking had a group of dudes in season three. I know. And they that pissed he... that away. They did nothing with it. Uh, that's the thing that pisses me off so much is that they could have done this last season. Yes. 
they clearly wanted to get another season out of the prison, and they managed to wring about six episodes worth of compelling content out of it, or five episodes so far. But I don't know. I mean, like, uh, Levi J on the Facebook thread is like, why don't they just do a 10-episode season? Like, you know, Game of Thrones style. Mm -hmm. And if they want to split up, do five and five. But it does feel like they always have two or three clunker episodes because they don't have enough plot. Or they, you know, worse yet, like uh, um, Jeff B. on Facebook said... The shame of this is this this show has 15 million people watching it, and they have no idea what to do with their characters or their plot at least once, if not twice a season. How is that possible? How is it possible that a show like Breaking Bad with a third of its audience at its peak was able to do I, – I just, just to be so carefully plotted out? I, I don't – is it just uh, uh, the the gap in skill between Vince Gilligan and his team of writers and Scott Gimple and theirs? Because, you know, Gimple's done all right for the first half of the season, by and large. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. So, I mean, I think a lot of stuff that comes along with zombies is kind of inherently expensive. Like, to have a giant horde of zombies gets kind of costly. To have these massive set pieces uh, can get kind of costly. You don't have that really in Breaking Bad and stuff. Um, but you, you have know what you do have times 15, the revenue, right? I was going to say you got 15 million eyeballs to pay for it. Exactly. And, and yeah. do you think the argument is, well, why should we, when we have 15 million people watching it? Do you think, let me ask you an honest question. Mm-hmm. If this was written as tightly as even like season one of justified. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty um, loose. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, where do you want to go with that? Season two of, um, Season of, three of, of, of Justified. How about that? Okay, season three. I was going to go season two of, of Breaking Bad because I don't think they quite had everything together there, and there was a couple of missteps. But do you think it would have 20 million people watching it instead or 25 million? That's the sad thing. I don't think it would. I think that and, they've got all of the audience that they would and, capture even with a great show, right? I don't know because I feel like at least half of the audience from Breaking Bad – that would naturally follow this if it had consistent narrative, you know, structure and consistent characters and was compelling aside from the admittedly awesome zombie stuff. I feel like they lose that. So maybe they don't have 20 million, but would they have 18 million? I don't, I, I suspect you're right, which means this show's never going to get to that level unless it's by like accident. <laughs> well, it keeps growing every year, so who knows? But I, I just think. Uh, it's it's rough to see this show, which I know is quantifiably worse than some of the other great shows that were out there and still are out there, uh, do so much better because like in the ratings. Because it's just not that good of a show. It really isn't. Yeah. Well, I mean... It gets harder and harder to watch uh, every episode that the governor is on screen. <laughs> it's just like... So this episode, as soon as he beat Martinez to death mm-hmm. uh, with the baseball club, I was just like, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to think. I, I just, it was shocking to me that, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I, I see, it's like, uh, look, I see where they're going with this. I see that they're 
showing that you know Brian slash Philip slash the governor didn't think that the they these people could protect his daughter adequately. You know, he was seeing that Martinez is already looking pretty weak. The guy that replaced him, I guess, Peter, was even weaker in his eyes. He tried to run from it because that's not what he wanted, but apparently the only fucking road that leads away from this camp is down a mud muddy trail that's full of about 100 walkers. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, again, why did he re- – why do we go through the redemption arc? I mean, it's, it's like, well, we need him to get back with Martinez. Um, so we better have him with a family so he's sympathetic. Okay, so let's fill it. I mean, I, I just can't see the writing room doing that and getting to the script level and be like, yep, that's it. Let's go. Let's shoot this thing. Let's shoot this. Yeah, it's hard to imagine anybody getting excited about this plot. Especially when the last thing you led up to was so goddamn compelling. Like, the worst episode up until these two episodes was head and shoulders above this one. In in terms of interest, in terms of action, in terms of acting, because oh my god, out like once you get past um, David Morrissey, who himself is not like blowing you away with his acting ability. Like when he's acting crazy, it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, it's, but it's, to be fair, it's less embarrassing than Rick's crazy, right? I don't know because he's doing that kind of like uh, you know, like this psychotic seizure thing. And one, but once you get past him, it's a steep drop off to the next level. Yeah, yeah, Tara, not so good. Um, and and you know, child actors are child actors, but mm-hmm. you know, Tara and Lily and the uh, lesbian military girl and Pete and his bug eyed brother, uh, who looks like the Blue Man Group dude without the Blue Man makeup. Um, all these guys were just dudes, man. They're just ex. They're just slightly above extra grade actors, and this show deserves better. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. watch a bunch. I don't want to watch a bunch of people getting their first screen credit. You know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, sure that part sucks, but it's. I mean, really, what they're being given is not that great uh, to work with either. I, I guess, but again, I feel like, you know, some of the people that we got in the prison group are legitimately good character actors. That even when they're given stuff that's kind of schlocky or whatever, they can they can do something with it. Whereas these people have no idea what to do with the stuff they're given, and the stuff they're given is not that great. Yeah, I mean, you take some of the sillier characters from season three that they found in the prison, like Axel or somebody. Uh, even he was enjoyable to watch, you know? I mean, it wasn't like he was doing a bad yes. job acting. Yes. Uh, he was just a weird character. Yes. I mean, and, I mean, I I just don't know. It's like I feel like the casting people have really been let down because outside the main group, the new people that they found have been um of poor quality except for uh you know, with the exception of Bob, who, you know, Lawrence Gilliard Jr. is a fucking really good actor. So, even when he's giving you know, apocalyptic alcoholic material to work with, he's fairly compelling. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, is there any any redeeming qualities to this episode? Yeah, so there are a couple of them. I mean, like you said earlier, the zombie stuff is always awesome, right? I mean, uh, that that visual of the zombies in the quicksand, to me, was just really fucking cool. Um, but it's like a zombie screensaver, man. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't help the plot get any better. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm just it was cool to see. Yeah, it's it's 60 seconds of zombies writhing in mud, you know? Sure. Um, the other thing I do like, if we've got to go down the governor road, uh, that's where they're <laughs> the, taking us. The muddy, zombie-filled <laughs> governor road. <laughs> yep. Uh, if that's where they're going to take us, then I kind of like that they did show us the governor arriving at the prison um, kind of before they cut away to his backstory a little bit because that kind of adds attention to it, right? You don't know if he's there with anybody. You don't – so when he, like, hooks up with Martina's group, you wonder, okay, is he going to kill Martina's? Is he going to take over this group again? It adds a little bit of tension to that whole scenario that wouldn't be there if we hadn't seen him at the prison before, uh, especially by himself, you know? Okay, I guess, yeah. And I'm saying if we had to go down that uh, governor road, which we did, so. Damning with faint praise. Um, For sure. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, like, there was a couple interesting things, like the guy who killed the military people and put the sins on them. Like, that didn't pay off at all. The and, guy who killed the military people. Yeah, like, they went to the cabin, the crazy survivalist cabin, and oh, he yeah, had yeah, all those yeah. corpses with the liar and rapist and murderer or whatever. Sure, Shane's um, body up there in the mix. Yeah, um... That was a cool concept, but it didn't really go anywhere. And then when they finally got in the cabin, they had uh, somebody on Facebook was joking that they, you know, they found the zombie spawn point because they're just literally appearing out of nowhere in like like this room that they're in is like a 10 by 10 room. And granted, it's dark, Mm -hmm. but there was only so many entrances. There didn't seem to be any closets. And these zombies kept jumping them from the darkness. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when your zombie set pieces are screensavers and make no sense, then you're failing as the walking dead. I think shit. I actually was trying to say something positive. I ended up spinning it to a negative again. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So those, those signs were interesting. Like you said, they didn't really totally pay off in a way that was uh, particularly great, but I think they were kind of effective to tell the story of what happened in that little camp. Um, hmm. I, I think there is a story being told there, right? I don't know what liar means. I assume that the rapist was killed by uh, the dude in his shack for, you know, the, the like, probably raping one of the women in the picture that the governor finds. Maybe, or maybe the rapist was killed by the dude who then, because he the liar told him he was raping people, but he actually was lying about it. So then he had to kill the liar and himself because now he's a murderer because he murdered an innocent person. Yeah, that sounds about right. But who cares because it was all the speculation that we made up. Sure, sure. But I I think it's like a neat little subtle way to tell a story there. Yeah, put some Um, texture on it. Instead of like him finding a letter or something that says, oh, this is what happened and now i got to kill myself. I just felt like if we were playing um, The Last of Us – We'd have picked up three or four journal entries that would have made that all make sense, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> From Ishmael. Um, I uh, I don't know. Um, all right, man. so we, we do see that the governor now has a tank, right? That's got to be instrumental in trying to break into the prison. Because the, yeah. the walls of the prison I don't think will stand up to an M4. No. Um Especially not the fence of the prison. I know I that mean, will not stand up. I, I think you mean M1, but... All right, yeah, um, sorry, M1. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, the, the tank is definitely cool. 
and it's going to be pretty epic next week, probably one way or another. Um, but, but, you know, I was so excited for next week to happen three weeks ago. Sure. And, yeah. and now I just, I, like I said, I don't know what to say. I mean, even some things were cool, like, um, the guy, so the governor kills Martinez and no one thinks to suspect him. Like, wouldn't that be an interest? That would be something that would actually be interesting. I was actually sitting up. It's like, wow, is someone going to like, you know, suspect him? And then he's going to have to kind of politically handle that. And we're gonna have to get to see some classic governor like thinking on his feet. No, nope. nobody thinks it's suspicious that this guy shows up with this history and was last seen drinking and golfing with him. And Martin Martinez just happens to get drunk, uh, slip, trip, and fall into a Walker pit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm with you. And also, why are they doing the? No one's explaining what's going on with the Walker pits either. Uh, why they're why they've got the screamer pits going? I don't know. Yeah, man. there wasn't anything around there to attract them. It didn't seem like it was defending a weak point. They're just got a whole collecting walkers because they did it back in Woodbury, I guess. Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll find out next week. Although I don't really suspect that they care all that much. Also, um, if you're the if you're the governor and your long term plan is, although I don't know if by this point he had already planned on taking over to prison. But it seems pretty ballsy to put the former leader of the group at the bottom of a of a uh, you know the pond where you're camped around right there at the end of the pier where anybody could just go over there to, you know to do some thinking. Yep. Oh look Absolutely. here, there's Pete that's supposed to die on a supply run. Yeah, it's it's silly. Uh, that to me was the governor's new fish tanks. Um, well, sure it was, but it didn't make any sense. It's only cool if it yeah, kind of yeah. makes sense, you know. Sure. Absolutely. And, like, so the the other brother who he didn't kill, who he gave the cigarette to, was surprisingly cool with the governor having killed his brother, right? The non-blue blue man group guy? Um, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know that he was surprisingly cool. I think that maybe we're supposed to think that if a couple more weeks of Pete's um, weak leadership that maybe he would have done it himself. And uh, maybe the, one of the governor's superpowers is the ability to kind of read. And, you know, obviously he's a master manipulator and a good good at reading people. But, I mean, yeah. But to me, that's like the one of the less weak areas of the episode. I mean, that kind of made sense to yeah. me. They, yeah. they showed the brother like, you know, great. I'm glad you saved all these people so they could be killed and someone else could take their shit. You know, thanks a lot. So... Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like a weird move for the governor to kill somebody's brother and then kind of put them in charge of. Well, but he needed him because he was the tank stuff. He needed him because he was the tank driver. Okay, sure. I mean, he probably does need him, but that seems like a weird way to get him on your side to kill his brother. Yeah. So, so if you were writing the episode, you're saying that maybe not make Pete and that guy brothers. Sure, that's. That's fine. <laughs> so you don't have to, like, explain why he would just turn his, his back on, on blood like that? Uh-huh. And and it would make sense that, you know, the governor saw that this guy was weak. So did the non-Blue Man group. I actually uh, thought that scene with him is actually one of the strongest parts in the episode. Um, the cigarette scene? Yeah, him talking yeah. about his brother and how he was the hero and how he tried to stick up for him. But in the end, he just got himself hurt and didn't make a damn bit of difference. I... I think that was interesting. That's that's one of the parts where they didn't misstep. It's just that there was so they they were fifty feet off the pace 
way to the left in the weeds and that those steps in the right direction weren't enough to bring it back. Yeah, I, there's also the element of, I mean, it's it's been in there all season, the idea, can you come back um, from stuff? And we've seen the answer for the governor, and I think we've seen the answer for Rick as well now. Um, and there, were, there was kind of that duality in this episode between those two brothers, like they're different styles of leading. Um, because one of them was very much like the governor's camp in Woodbury. One of them is very much like Rick's camp at the prison uh, mm-hmm. as far as, like, taking people in or stealing people's supplies. So I thought that was kind of nice, um, the way that they played with that. Yeah. And, you know, Martinez didn't even seem that bad of a guy. It's like you wonder if Philip hadn't have blundered onto the camp, how they would have made out. Yeah. So, but I mean, there's a lot of, like we talked about last week in the spoiler section, like it would have been interesting to see the governor give himself up to Rick to try, you know, it's like, that's, that would be a, it'd be a weird choice, but it'd be a valid one to like, if he's made such a change that he wants to selflessly protect Tara and Megan and Lily and get them into the prison where he knows they'll be safe and, and, and looked after by a genuinely good man. But obviously that's going out the window and that probably didn't have much chance in it, you know, regardless. Ah, yeah. Just, so, just bummed. I'm just bummed out, man. I know. Overall, I didn't like the episode. Uh, starting to kind of get annoyed with this show and they need to do something next week to really suck me back in to get me hyped for next I, season. Otherwise. I think, I think they will. And they will. Yeah. They always again, do. Yeah. I mean, and so I'll be like, if they, unless they just completely fuck up the prison invasion, which I don't see how they can. They already um, have th- once, though. That's true. I'm I'm seeing, and plus I'm seeing uh, lots of places where they're saving money. There was some fake ass zombie blood and special effects this episode, which I hope they're going to go all out for next episode. But I mean, I think they got they got a you know can full of gas and a handful of matches for next season, unless they decide to you know do random two episode arcs with I don't know. I guess they could go back to Morgan, which that actually would probably be less of a disaster than what they've done with the the governor here. Yeah, it absolutely would be because he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, and I'm genuinely – he's also consistent. He's not just acting like a nice guy and then a crazy guy and a nice guy and a crazy guy. I mean I I think what's interesting about Morgan is that you know when when Rick left him and his boy, him and Rick had a lot in common. And it's kind of like Morgan shows us what Rick would be like if he didn't have anyone to care for and if he'd lost everything. Sure. Um, And Rick even started to go down that road, but having Carl and Judith and the rest of the group that he cared about brought him back. I just, uh, like I said, next week is going to be awesome. We're all going to be fucking a ball fire about it, and then we'll be excited you know, for reasons we'll discuss in the spoiler section and probably the uh, wrap up of uh, 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 cast uh, will be excited for next season. But wow, they've really tested my patience these last two weeks. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, that's about all I have to say on this episode. How was so. the, how was the Twitter? Uh, Cause the face, the Facebook thread is pretty brutal. It's, lot, it's lot been of, brutal. Yeah. For two weeks now on Twitter, it's just, there's Juwan Ju- was the lone voice of, uh, I don't know if I could say reason, a uh, lone voice of satisfaction urging us all to not lose our shit about it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty brutal. It's what were you saying about from, like, pure hatred into kind of more satire and poking fun at the characters, uh, hmm. which which I think Over- is a little bit nicer. 
Over in Facebook, I, I saw more anger and betrayal. <laughs> oh, all right. Because I, I think people were really down to like, okay, well, we'll give him this. We'll give him last week. We got faith in Gimple that he's not going to waste our time. And I don't – boy, he better – He like I said, next week we need a home run, and next season's got to be really fucking good or – or or it's time for a new showrunner, right? What could go wrong? That's true. That's true. It's about time. He's had a good <laughs> season, solid season. Uh, I, I hear the Villigans uh, available. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Uh, you want to wrap this up? Do a little yeah. Uh, if you'd like to leave us uh, uh, some feedback so we can find out what you thought of this episode, do so at walkingdeadatbaldmove.com. And as always, you can follow myself on Facebook dot com slash bald move and jim over on twitter at bald move uh that's it um cool all right well then we will see everybody tuesday for the real cast the full cast uh, it'll be and- it'll be an interesting cast and i do have a skit idea oh all right i hope we get to bring back ghost lori we'll see <laughs> all right all right thanks everybody for listening see you then see you